0: Uh, over the next what, week or two, so I want to encourage you, if you've never been a part of a small group, now now's your chance to be it to be a part of a group right from the very start. So uh, so our small groups run from term to term, so I uh, especially wanted to highlight today that we've got a lot of courses starting this term as well that, that you can be a part of. All you need to do is, is fill out one of those Orange Connect cards in front of you, and we'll let you know all the details. I think there's a marriage course, there's a parenting course, I need parenting course, uh, there's Holy Spirit course, there's a prayer courses, there is courses for you that will that will help you to equip you uh, for your Monday to Friday, so I want to encourage you. Why don't you? Why don't you jump into one of those for this term? That would be so good. Well, welcome to church, everybody. It's it's so good to see everybody. I love. I know it's a school holidays at the moment. It's a beautiful day outside. So, uh, but we are in for an amazing, amazing time this morning. I just love getting together again. Eh? And, and and I was just sensing this morning. You know, we uh, it would be great to pray uh, before my message this morning, just to pray for our government. You know, we've got elections coming up, and and, and the prime minister's supposed. To make an announcement tomorrow, there's these 100 things, are, you know, feels like quite restrictive, but but I, I felt God was speaking to me this morning, just saying that He's not subject to any restrictions, yeah. Yeah. That, that, that the power of God uh, is available to you and for me, uh, just like we read in the Bible. He's not the power of God is not restricted to 99 people or three people, or He's restricted to me and you, uh, and, and it's so good that that the God is alive. And he 's real today, so so come on, why don't we pray for that right now right? father, Lord we just uh, Lord right now we commit our our country into your hands, oh God Lord, we just uh, declare Father God and prophesy, oh God, will you defend New Zealand, Lord God, and all the peoples of this land, Lord God father, we pray for uh, for this uh, announcement tomorrow, Lord God we uh, Lord, I ask for Lord Jesus, we, we thank you for uh, just the, the how our government has tried to keep people safe the best they can, oh God but but Lord, we just ask for a, a lifting of those restrictions oh God that that the church and the family of God gatherings can just be uh, unended once again, Father God, that, that people might come, Father God, people uh, might come from every part of our city or every part of our nation, Father God, Lord, to know you, to find a relationship with you. So, so Lord God, we, we pray for our election coming up as well. Father, we just declare that, Lord, let your will be done, oh God. Father, we ask that you would move sovereignly uh, in the hearts and lives of our politicians and our uh, ministers of parliament, Lord God, we pray. Lord, for that, that there'd be incredibly strong our Christian politicians, Father God, that will stand up for righteousness. They'll stand up for the Word of God, Lord, I pray. So, Lord, we give you praise today. Lord, will you give us ears to hear what you're saying today? We give us eyes to see? Father, I pray uh, that, Lord Jesus, you would speak to each one. Lord, just a word and season, Father, I pray in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hey, well, today is part four of our series called It's a Trap. Uh, and if you weren't here last week, you can download, I've been meaning to mention that we have an Elam Christian Center app now, so, so uh, you can uh, even jump into that right now or download it from iTunes or from those stores there, and, and it's got the message notes in there. And, and later on in the week, there's the sermon, the, the audio, so you can listen again if you want to or if you missed it. So really, really good tool to tool to have there for you. But this is week four, uh, which is called It's a Trapper, and last week we talked about comparison, and I want to just remind you that you don't have to compare yourself to anyone else, because the Word of God says that you are wonderfully and you are fearfully made, that you are unique. Uh, and comparison is, a, is such a trap for us in our lives. We, sometimes we compare our journeys with others, and we compare our lives with others, and we compare all sorts of things with others. But, but God, when He looks at you, He s- sees uh, a- as someone that is made in His image unique and wonderful. So, so, but today, today I'm going to talk about another trap <laughs> uh, that has just been in my heart, and it's this trap called condemnation. I think that's a big one. It's a big one because it, it, it's condemnation it always kind of talks about the things that, in our past and it tries to trap us and ensnare us. And, and in the Greek, the, the word that Paul uses there is called katakrima And that's, that's how we get this word from condemnation. And it doesn't talk about an emotion or a feeling. It's, it's like this uh, condemnation is a place. It's like condemnation. It imprisons you. It, it, Causes you to be in bondage. And, and this morning, it's this whole thought of that, uh, that condemnation is calling. What are you going to do? Uh, And uh, uh, these things are amazing, aren't they? Uh, How how you could be anywhere in the world and and be able to receive texts or communicate with people and uh, incredible things, how you can press the green button and you can talk to someone, or I think the red button is really cool as well. You can press the red button and you can decline someone. But there's a feature uh, that you may not be aware of that I want to talk to you about this morning, and it's the blocking feature. Anyone use the blocking feature? No, keep your hands down. Keep your hands down. The blocking feature is, is something where you can block a caller from contacting you. Uh, and this morning, I just want to leave that thought or plant that thought in your, in your heart and in your mind this morning that you have a blocking feature. And when condemnation tries to call you, uh, you don't have to just decline them, that you can block them. Condemnation. It's something, it's like a place that it forces you to. It's it's like that annoying caller, right? Maybe maybe you're like me as well. I keep getting a call from Ireland somewhere. (laughs) But it's not a real person. It's a computer because you can tell because it sounds like a robot. Uh, and they and it keeps calling, trying to trying to tell me things about me and the things that I desperately need that'll make my life feel better, and and and, and promises all sorts of wonderful things. And and I've, that's where I learned about the blocking feature uh, because this this voice or this computer keep calling me all from the uh, from the UK, and I just had enough of it because it was like it kept calling and kept trying and. And so you can only press decline so many times before you just, like, get so frustrated that you block and you never hear from them again. Well, and, and, and in our lives, uh, we are all of the same in the sense of that there's things that we keep getting reminded of, Right. Uh, from our past but the, but the things we've done like, like there's things like oh you've lied too many times to know God or to be in church or, or you, you've hurt too many people to, to be here and to do this to have a relationship with him or, or, or the reminders of, of the past and, and, and it kind of like pushes you into a corner condemnation is something that pushes you into a corner to kind of make you shrink back or to like steer into the corner Condemnation is, is something that, that the Apostle Paul talked about in Romans chapter 8, which you can check out uh, afterwards, but, but it's actually a place. It doesn't have a sense. The part of condemnation he was talking about was not necessarily about the guilt part, how we feel, but that condemnation was a place of bondage. And it was like a prison. It was, it was something that would keep you and, and bind you up. It was like a, a downward spiral that would cause you to just shrink back and to, and to lose confidence and to get angry and, and, to, and to, like, forego, almost like what God was placing in your heart. Condemnation. condemnation seems to have this uncanny effect to call you at the worst times when you don't need it, right? Yeah. And, and thoughts. And, and, and maybe conversations with other meaningful people that just say something and, and it kind of like piles this pressure upon you. And, right. and this morning, I, I, I want to tell you that condemnation is a trap. It's not from the Lord. Condemnation is a trap, and, and it's something that I want us to, to think about and to go into our Mondays, to go into our tomorrows, understanding that we can block him, that we can decline his call, that we don't, are not subject to him. Because the truth of the matter is, the Bible talks about uh, who is the person who tries to accuse us and condemn us. It's the devil. Uh, the Bible says that he is accuser of the brethren like firing these arrows and firing all of the things that you've done and you where you've been and, and, and what've you've, what you've said and all those things like to pile those things upon you but the word of God I, I want us to really grasp hold of this because the Word of God is powerful and, and strong and and, and, and it's God living for us every day of the week there if we will get it into our spirits and and let the strength of the word of God build us up and grow our faith I, I just believe that we can conquer this through the Word of God. Here's what it says in Romans chapter 8, and and once again, I want to encourage you to to have a look at Romans chapter 8 and some of the chapters around us, because this is what it says. It says, There is therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Jesus Christ has made us free from the law of sin and death. Verse 5, For those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires, but those who live in accordance with the Spirit have their minds set on what the Spirit desires. So did you, did you hear that this morning? That there is no condemnation to those who are what? In Christ Jesus. No condemnation. If you're feeling uh, that, that pressure this morning from condemnation, it's not from the Lord. Because he, the, Jesus Christ came to give us freedom and to set us apart. The only place where you can find no condemnation is in Christ Jesus because Jesus has set us free from the law. Of sin, from the law that demanded a, a consequence, that demanded a penalty, con, uh, the condemnation. Like you might have heard that word used, and uh, it's probably not something that we use a whole lot today, but in the legal sense, they were condemned for 20 years in prison. Or in a building, maybe if you were from Christchurch or you're from the Christchurch earthquake, you would have seen that that buildings were condemned because they were inhabitable, they were unsafe. You couldn't live there anymore. And, and like Jesus Christ come, comes along and, and he, he, we, we can, when we accept him into our lives as our Lord and Savior, yeah, he forgives us of our sin. But here's the thing I think sometimes we don't understand that he crushes and breaks and stands upon the power of sin over our lives, of sin and death. He, he just doesn't, he pays our debt and prays the Lord that we may be free from that. But there's something different, I think, that sometimes we don't understand. It's about the power of sin and death is broken over our lives. The, the law of sin and death is broken over our lives, all, all so that we can live free that we can uh, have free lives and, and freedom in, in our lives and, and then to not have to come under like a religious set of practices or laws or rules or tick boxes. He, he, he did that so that we can have a relationship, a friendship uh, and intimacy with the creator of the universe. Why? Because he loves you and I so much. It's only in Jesus Christ that we can find forgiveness and freedom for us. And there's an old parable. There's an old parable that I come across, and it's called The Tale of Two Wolves. Wolves, as in dog wolves. Uh, The Tale of Two Wolves. And a boy asks his father about this internal struggle about good and evil. And the father explains to him that there are, are in fact, two wolves that, uh, that represents like a battle that's happening inside of us. And, and the, the boy asks his father, "So, well, which one will win?" And the father responds, "The one that you feed will win." Now, now it's, it's, it's not a biblical story, but it's a great picture of what what Paul was trying to point out to us there. That when we set our minds on the flesh of our, of of the world and our possessions and our things, that we naturally begin to grow in that area and some of the traps around those things begin to grow if we feed it. But also the opposite is true. As the Word of God says, Paul is trying to say there that when we set our minds on the things of the Spirit, on the things of God, like walking in the Spirit, walking day to day with Him, that that part of our lives goes stronger. If you feed the spirit in your life, if you feed your faith, if you, if you get into the practicals of the word of God, develop those habits we talked about last week, it will grow stronger in your life. See, see I, I believe today, I believe today that, that the world, and, and I, I, I'm picking that most people will agree with me today, but our world needs hope. <laughs> Our world needs a savior because people are trying things and there's uncertain times and, and many countries around the world, there's no freedoms to, to do anything. There's more fear and, and there's sickness and disease and there's wars and all those kind of things going on and you just wonder, God, What's the solution to all of these problems, all of these things, even in our own country, even in our own town? What's the solution? I, I need to tell you this morning, I think you probably know who the solution is. It's only found in Jesus Christ. He is the answer to your life and, and to my life. Therefore, there is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. So, what do we do? How do, we, how do we do this? Well, I've kind of picked up a few things from our phones here, so hopefully tomorrow when you're using your phone, you'll remember some of these things. And, and it's like to be in, G, in Christ, Jesus, is the most important thing because in Him there is no condemnation. There's only freedom. And the first thing I think that we need to develop in our lives is that we accept Jesus' call. That we slide the green button across and accept Jesus' call. Romans 7.25 says, Thank God the answer is in Jesus Christ, our Lord. The answer that's above all answers, all answers to your questions are found in Jesus Christ. All answers about your future and your past are found in Jesus Christ because there is no condemnation in Him, but He is the way, the truth, and the life, and He leads us to freedom. Anyone heard of Andre Crouch? No, just me. Fantastic. You're going to get the vocal version of this this morning. And Andre Crouch, a, a famous American singer, many years ago, sung this, Jesus is the answer. Come on, Come on you know it now. <laughs> for the world today, above him there's... I need some of those like, bebopper kind of things, don't we? Just to <laughs> shake your leg or something. Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above him there's no other, because Jesus is the way. And then it keeps going. Have you heard that? Was that a good rendition? No. Nobody's even heard of Andre Crouch. Oh my goodness. Kind of up there with Amy Grant. Jesus is the answer. What what more can I say? That, That the answer to your searching and my searching and a world, it's Jesus. Jesus is the answer. There's nothing above him, or nothing even that equals him. But Jesus is the answer. And uh, we, we enjoy. It. Here's the funny thing: is on it's uh, five o'clock every every night during the week. There's a program called The Chase, uh, and there's, it's one of those questions. And everybody smiling because you all watch it, and it's just not me. Uh, and, and it's a question and answer about general knowledge and. And they go through and answer these questions, but in the final chase, when the lights go down and the chaser comes forward, it, is there's a set of multi-choice questions. It's an A, B, or a C. And here's the funny thing, is that when you look at those answers, the answer is there, right in front of you. But not everybody sees it. I wonder today, is that if if you're struggling, if you're feeling condemned or squashed down, or if you're in a place where you feel like you're trapped, Jesus is the answer. The answer is right in front of you. Just one call away. When we accept Jesus' call for our lives, he is the answer. He's the Christ. There's no condemnation in him. There's an amazing piece of artwork that was painted in the 1850s. I believe what the artist was, uh, a man called Hunt. And, and he painted this picture. It's called The Light of the World. Uh, and it's an amazing painting of Jesus about to knock on a door. And all around the door is this overgrown and it's messy, like some of your backyards, they're like that, your plants and stuff, your grass is up to your knees and stuff like that. But Jesus is about to knock on this door. But there's no door handle on his side of it. The handle is on the inside. And what, what an amazing picture, and, and the scripture that, that comes to mind on that is from, from Revelations about, about Jesus knocking on the door. And an amazing piece of artwork, but the, amazing, the incredible thing is is that, is that by knocking on the door, Jesus is, is an inviting a response. He can't open the door. There's no handle. He can't force his way through. But whoever's on the other side of the door either accepts the invite or keeps the door closed. Jesus is the answer. He's the light of the world. You could check that artwork out later. He will never force his way in on your life. True love, freedom. Is, uh, love is the freedom to choose. He invites us to accept his goal. The second thing to be in Christ is this, is that to decline unwanted calls. Uh, I, I read, a, read a study this week from 2019 that the New Zealand Transport Agency says that the biggest amount of accidents that happen while you're driving is because you get distracted. In fact, there was, in 2019, there was 10 fatalities that were attributed to distraction and 133 serious injuries because people were distracted. On what? On cell phones. It's amazing how, if for those who are in meetings or you're, you're in business or you're driving your car, it's amazing how the phone always rings when you're, when you're busy, when you're trying to. And, and, and it's like some of those unwanted calls, they, they come at just the times when you don't feel like talking. Or you, and, and so you use the decline button to say, no, nah, no, nah, I, I don't need that call. Condemnation, will, the enemy's plan of condemning you is trying to distract you. His plans are to kill, steal and destroy your life by distracting you, getting you off course. Why don't we get strong at, at keeping so focused upon the Word of God and upon uh, Jesus that, that we're so focused that everything else fades away? It says this in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2 and 3. Here's the, the solution to, to living a, a focused life and to, to not let those distractions tempt us. It's Hebrews 12, verse 2 and 3. It says, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and the perfecter of our faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross and scorning its shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary or lose heart. Here's the advice. Fix your eyes on Jesus. There is no condemnation in him. So much so, you, you imagine fixing your eyes on him so much so that all the distractions faded away from your lives. And, and, and I believe we can do that. We can fix our eyes on, on him so much so that the desires of our flesh start to shrink and, and go down. The desires, and, because the thing is about condemnation, it, it eliminates or it deteriorates. It, 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 it limits your ability to see God. Because you're so distracted by the things of the flesh and the, your focus is not on, on him. And, and see, condemnation is like that unwanted call. And so my advice is, to, come on, get into declining some calls. Don't get distracted. Don't get off course. You, you know those things that God is speaking to you in your heart and, and, and something else pops up and you and you. you You head off after that direction there or like God is is saying maybe go here, do this, uh, share with that person, uh, give some time to that family and, and something else always pops up, the distractions of looking after self or those desires of our flesh that we have. What would happen? It's, it's happened to me four times, actually. Of the, uh, I think I have something written on me. I'm going off cuff here a little bit. But we, we, every, every time I've been to McDonald's the last three weeks, which I don't normally go to McDonald's very often, but every time I have, I'm right in there, and, and someone comes up to me and says, have you got some coins? Well, it probably happens to us all, but four times over the last two weeks. And Denise started laughing at me last night because it happened to me again. So I tried a new tack, Rather than saying, "Oh look, mate, I haven't got anything," you know, just leave us alone. Just like, you know, we're well, probably going to go and do something crazy with it. So I've started a new tack with them, because it's it's like an unwanted call. But but sometimes we can see that, and I'm thinking, "Okay, God, well this is fourth time around. I'm a slow learner. I better do something about this." So so rather than saying, "No, I haven't got any money," if I said, "If you're hungry, I will go and buy you a burger." I I, I, I actually this last night it was he needed petrol for the car. Look, if you're, if you're that desperate to get home and you have absolutely no money, let's take your car over there right now. I'll put 10 bucks in, petrol so you can get home. Oh, it's okay, boss. <laughs> um, but I can see that as a distraction. And I, I think God is going to take some of you into and, and this week where there's going to be distractions that come uh, and try to uh, get you uh, off to the side or to distract you from what you can, uh, can do for him. And I think it's sometimes it's as simple as turning it on its head and being an answer and not a problem. Come on, on, let's learn to press the decline on unwanted calls, but let's turn them also into an opportunity uh, to show Christ, so so Jesus Christ, because he doesn't condemn people. See, when you're in Christ, there is no condemnation. Band, you guys want to come up now? That would be just great. To be in Christ, third and final thing is just to connect to the right network. It's amazing when they were building this place on the walls, and you can't see it right now, but the it's amazing the power that's behind these walls. And and, and there's cables all over the place, and there's a huge amount of power that, that drives the lights and the sound and the projectors and huge amount of power, but but when the when the big cable goes out to the street, it's actually hooked into massive power, a huge amount of power like the national grid, the same place that drives the whole country, the power that's in this building is, is out there and, but it only happens when we got connected into that network, it's when we fully realise the power and how things work and, and it's, it's an amazing thing to, to think about the, the enormous amount of power that's available in this place and then we take our lives. Have you ever thought, understood, maybe had a glimpse of the enormous amount of power that's available to you? Sometimes you can't see it, right? We read about it in the Word of God. I think faith is starting to rise in people's hearts and lives. But but it's about being connected to the right network, to connected to the right source. It's about being connected to the Word of God. I think the Word of God, I don't know what you think, but in my life you know when I've, if I've had that condemnation call, it's about, oh, you haven't read the Bible today or we haven't read it this week or you haven't let the power of God that's in the Word of the God you know, touch our lives and you're probably the same as me in those respects about. The truth is that when we find that connection, when we plug in and we start to draw from the source, it changes everything. It changes everything. Jesus is the answer. Come on, let's accept Jesus' call. Let's learn to decline the unwanted cause. But most of all, Let's connect into the right network that's only found in Jesus Christ. Come on, why don't you close your eyes right now. Father, Lord, I pray right now that, Lord, for those who are, who are feeling pressures, Lord God, like they've never felt before, oh God, that it's like that condemnation call that tries to put us down or say that we're, we're not good enough or that we're worthless or, I pray right now, Lord, for, for just that supernatural connection. Lord, as, as people reach out, maybe, maybe that's you. this If, if that's you, if you want to lift your hand or just somehow acknowledge and reach out to the Lord, you just do that right now. That's awesome. But Father, I pray for those who are reaching out right now, Lord God, just needing a touch of your spirit, oh God. Lord, I pray, Father, that Lord, for that overwhelming understanding, the power of the knowledge of Jesus Christ, that you are the answer, and in you there is no condemnation. When we stand upon your word, as we step in closer to to who you are, Lord, Lord, I pray for that incredible exchange of power that comes. Father, I pray for for those who are feeling weary and, and tired, Lord, as we come into another week, oh God, Lord, Lord, will you fill them afresh with your power? or help them to connect right into the source, Father God, where all power and authority comes from. Lord, I pray for an encounter with your love today, Lord, over hearts and lives, in Jesus' mighty name. Praise your name, oh God. So, why every eye is closed and Head is about that. That's an amazing picture of the painting of the light of the world. And we never want to end a service without giving an opportunity or, or putting that invitation out there for people to say yes to Jesus, like press the green button and accept his call. And so this morning, you, you might say, Daryl, I'm, I'm far away from him. This is maybe my first time in church, or, or I just really don't know who God is. Well, can I, can I say that? The thing that separates us from our, our relationship with the Lord is a thing called sin or our flesh. We, we talked about that this morning, but, but here's the amazing thing that Jesus was God's son. He, he come to this earth and he, he took, he died on a cross. He took your sin, the payment of your sin, like under a law. He took it upon himself. And, He died and He paid the price. He covered your debt 100%. Three days later, He rose again that that you may have life and freedom and and not be bound by this power, not feel that condemnation, but to be in Christ. There's a hope and a future. If that's you this morning, you, you want to say yes to Jesus right now. It's the greatest decision you can make. But all I'm going to do, we don't, not going to embarrass anyone here, but I'm going to pray a real simple prayer. If that's you, just pray silently in your heart. If you want to say yes to Jesus today, pray this. Pray, dear God, I know that you love me. Today, I give you my life. Forgive me of my sin. I ask that you come into my life and be my Lord and Savior. I believe you paid my price, my debt, that I may know you and live my life free. So Lord, I accept you today. In Jesus' name, amen. Swavery eyes, closest last leave. If you prayed that prayer,